Did you call Bank? I call Game. <laughs> Welcome back to Calling Bank. The NBA season has started. Will, it is finally here. The 2019-2020 NBA season. I have been looking forward to this start for a very long time, Harry. Oh, jeez. So I'm, I'm your host, Harry, and I've got with me Will. We've been doing this for a while now, and never before has the NBA been so open. And I think the first you know, week and a half of NBA games have shown us that this year is going to be pretty crazy. It's going to be anyone can win any game, really. Who do you think is going to win right now, off the top of your head? Who's the champion? Clippers. Yeah, fair. Uh, you know what? I just... You're going to say Lakers and I just I'm feel be like upset? I, no, I don't think Lakers. Okay. I think 76ers could win. Well. Think, think about what happened with Toronto last year. That's all I'm saying. Um, okay, we've got a huge episode in store. We're going to speak about the game of the week, the biggest surprises and biggest disappointments from the first 10, 10 days worth of games, yep. some overreactions, and just general points about what's been happening so far. Some quick stats for you as well. Just um, to keep, keep everyone in the loop of what's yeah, going on. Yeah, exactly. Make sure to check us out on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Calling Bank. Get on it. Let's start off with the game of the week. So there was a lot of games that have been played. The Suns beat the Clippers, which was huge. Uh, Utah, Utah Jazz lost the Lakers. It was a... Danny Green 3. I've only been watching Lakers games. Yeah, I know. Much. You're just going to tell me all the Lakers <laughs> games. And the ones that they won, like the Mavs game, you know, overtime. Well, we've only lost two. So I guess that... Oh, we've only lost one, one. game only one. against the Clippers. On opening night. And the rest of the teams have been pretty trash. But the game of the week... has This game was the third highest regulation scoring game in the history of the NBA. We had to talk about these two teams. We had to. The Houston Rockets versus the Washington Wizards in Washington. It was 159 to the Houston Rockets to 158. And there was no overtime. There was no overtime, and that's what makes this game ridiculous. Uh, They were like one point off being second highest. It's a very high-scoring game. It was like an all-star game on steroids. There was no defense. There was a lot of threes. It was a lot of pace. And it was just... It was pretty trash. Mm. Like, I actually, it was game of the week in the sense that it was historic. Uh, there was 153 points in the first half. You know, James Harden went for 59 points. Westbrook went for a triple-double. Um, but, my goodness, it was... So the game was pretty close most of the game with, you know, Rockets taking the lead a bit, Wizards taking the lead a bit until the fourth. The Wizards go up by, like, 12 points. And then the rest of the fourth quarter... Uh, <laughs> it was just the, it was kind of the Harden and Westbrook show here. 100%. They scored 48 points in the fourth quarter. That's enough for a half. I can guarantee you that Golden State Warriors would not be able to get that in a half. No, not the, well, not <laughs> not the, current, the current starting five. The Golden State, State Warriors. Warriors. And then at the end of the game, Bradley Beal makes a couple of free throws. James Harden makes one. It was tied at 158. He makes one, misses one, so ends up with 59 points. His, his stat line, 17 of 18... 18 of, uh, from free throws. From free throws. Yeah. 18 of 32 from the field, 9 assists. To be fair, yeah. Harden has been pretty trash shooting-wise until this game. He's been terrible until this game, and this yes. game he just went absolutely ham. Westbrook was a better shooter, I would say. Well, think about the, point guard. Game. Think about the point guard defense of the Wizards. Yeah. Ish Smith or Isaiah Thomas? That's not really defending. That's not defending at all. That's why... I mean, but also, where was Harden and Westbrook defending? Okay, like, I mean, Westbrook, I think when he was a bit younger, was known as a better defender. I don't know about now. No. I just, I think it was just, it was a great game in the sense that it was high scoring, but it was, it was an exhibition match at best. Russell Westbrook notched another triple double, 17, 12, and 10. Capella was 21 and 12. 
Houston shot 53% from the field and 42% from three. But they haven't been doing that. They haven't, but that wasn't even that good because you look at the Wizards, they were 63% from the field and 56% from three. How do you lose the game from that circumstance? Because it was pace. The Rockets were faster. They got up 10 more shots than the Wizards. Turnovers? Pretty even. But the thing for me that I really noticed about this game is that A, it will never happen again. You will never have a stat line that the Wizards had from their team. So you're never going to have... Bradley Bill, he could get 46 points, 14 of 20, 8 and 6. 100% he could do that. Mm. Roy Hachimore, 9 of 13, 23 points. He could do that. You're not going to have the bench that they had. Mo Wagner, 5 of 8, 12 points. Isaiah Thomas, 17 and 10 in 24 minutes. Mo Wagner. Yeah, but he's not normally going to shoot this well. Troy Brown Jr., ever heard of him? Yeah, rookie. First round pick for the Wizards. Fine. 5 of 7, 14 points. And the real winner, David Bertans, who of course used to play for the Spurs in the, in the heydays. I think he might even have a ring. Um, he was 6 of 9 from 3 for 21 points. There is no way that Scott Brooks ever gets this team to do this ever again. No, that's true. That's There's true. no way. They're offensively limited other than that. Well, it's either their offense is going to be good or defense is going to be good. They're not going to be able to consider, can, can do both yeah. on one night. And, you know, and they couldn't defend on this Bradley Bill in the game, he said, oh, you know, we don't take moral victories. The fact that your team put up 158, point when, 158 points when you should be the worst team in the league yep. is very impressive. But I also, agree. Dan Tony, get your defense together. Holy shit. Mm. Like, that is just... Terrible. It's just games like this against worse quality opposition that I feel as though they play down to the opposition. Always. So they, they just will not put the same defensive intensity where they need to. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, watching this game, Harden going ham is always, I mean, fun to watch to some extent. But It is. But this but, game... I like defense. Too much. I like I do. tight games. Oh. Good shootings, but like need to, you need to earn it. You know who's good at defense this season? Who? The Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, really? Yeah, points per game. Although their win against um, Utah was pretty good, 86 to 95. Something like that. Keeping nice and low. Taco Tuesday, that's what you we know, want. You know why? You know who your coach is? Frank Vogel. I know. Um, just from this game and, and from the season so far, what do you think of the Westbrook-Harden combination? Is it working? Is it not? Do we need to blow it up? Or is this one of our overreactions this that we're going to speak about later? we speak about later. It's too early to call. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not sure if it works or not. I'm really unsure. But it looks like it's working. Thus far, they're looks, three and two. Yeah. Not bad for Houston, who last year started off one, one and six because they, of... They were 11 or 14 at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Just terrible. Um, just some quick notes about the season uh, before we head on to the biggest surprises and biggest disappointments and our overreactions. At the time of recording, Spurs are second in the West, four and one. Mm-hmm. This is the Spurs that people thought finally were going to miss out on the playoffs. It's early days. Keep saying it's this. five games in. They Coach look good. Pop is not going to miss the playoffs. No, I don't think so. They could, they might still end up being the eighth seed or seventh seed, but it's, they're not missing. It's the five games in. They're you not. Know, we got times. Um, Sacramento is the worst team in the league, uh, tied with New York, and we will speak about them mm. later. Let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. New Orleans scores the second highest points per game, but only have won two games. One game. One game. Uno game. No, two games, no? I'm pretty sure it's two games. I... Maybe it's one game. Either way... They're not winning many games. They're not winning many games at all. Um, Another interesting stat, Andre Drummond is averaging 18.5 rebounds per game. That's like Will Chamberlain-esque. Who else is on that team who's going to get rebounds? 
Blake Griffin, who's always injured. What about Luke Kennard? He's not getting rebounds. He's shooting threes. He's not he is shooting rebounds. threes. Maybe Derek Rose? Markeith Morris, who I thought was done in the yeah. league, but he's Look. playing. It's Drummond and... No one else. And question mark. Yeah. Rose, question mark. Very true. Um, my favourite stat um, is... Do you know who the leading three-point maker shooter is? So they've made the most... Not the most three points, but per game made the most threes on average. No. Who? Carl Anthony Towns. Which is crazy. He's, he could, he's in the running for MVP. Uh, we'll get to overreactions very shortly. That's, that is definitely um, one of he's them. He's already player of the week in the West. He is at a phenomenal start, although he did have a bit of a, bit of a, bit of a biff with uh, old Joel Embiid. Bit of gouging going on. Bit of headlocking from Ben Simmons as well. But he survived suspension. Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. But he is leading the league. He's developed his game so much. The fact that he's shooting threes. Please get him off the Timberwolves. Get him onto a team that will make the playoffs. Please. Yeah, look. My God. Uh, anyway, that's just some stats for you. Um, well, I think we should speak about this because at the time of recording, Blazers are playing the 76ers. That, that is true. I think we should speak about it. And you're hanging on the edge of your seat because you're like... There's, there's two seconds left, Harry. Can I just say, so the 76ers just made... Something. I think they got... Yeah, so 76ers were down by one, 10 yeah. seconds to go. Ben Simmons then got sent to the line, hit both free throws. Surprising. Less than 10 seconds to go, they put Anthony Simmons, the guy I was talking about in preseason. Your boy. And he hit a three. And so the Blazers are up by, by two, two and two seconds. And who, so I said this before we started recording. Who on the 76ers hits a three? Tobias Harris is not a late game, game winner shooter. The answer is no one. Um, Tobias Harris. He's the only person on that team. Josh that, Richardson? Mm, no, jo- Tobias Harris. Tobias, Tobias Harris takes the three. I reckon they lose yeah. the game. Uh, we will keep you updated on that. Although you'll probably already know the score by the time you, exactly. you hear this. Let's speak about the biggest surprise from the season. Um, I was going to say my biggest surprises, but I think they're the same as yours. I've got, I, I'm only talking about two teams yeah. for biggest surprises and biggest disappointments. Yeah. I think let's start with the number one biggest surprise team that no one was really talking about in preseason as a team that could do much, the Phoenix Suns. The bright future Suns, as they're called. Uh, even with De- DeAndre Aiden suspended. So you thought after the second game in, like they were 2-0, and and you're like, you know what? DeAndre Aiden's done. done. Like they're going to collapse. He was done after the first game. The first it was game. after the yeah. Kings game, he got suspended. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, this is a guy who averaged... 16 points, 10 rebounds in his first year. His backup is Aaron Baines, and I like Aaron Baines. Don't get me wrong. He had a phenomenal game the other night. He's a good backup. 26 and 14 or something ridiculous. He's a good backup, but I thought, here we go. Like, this is their second guy. Mm. They're done. This is a team that's four and two. They've beat the Kings by 30 on opening night, by 29, but effectively 30. Mm. They beat the Clippers at home. They've beaten the Grizzlies and then the Warriors. The only teams they've lost to are the Nuggets, and that was an overtime by one, and the Jazz by one. Yeah, so I think when we speak about overreactions, I'll, I'll speak about it. Uh, okay, wait, who just, who just hit a three? Cormaz. Oh my. Forkan Cormaz. Oh, hit a three-pointer with two seconds to go to win the game for the 76ers. You're kidding me. I'm so sorry. You're kidding me. I'm not saying that I'm not happy. I'm hoping this gets chalked off. It might. It's very possible. It might have been after the buzzer. They will definitely look at it, and we will we'll keep, we'll keep you updated, updated with it. I did not expect that at all. Wow. Uh, there, there you go. go. That's there the person who hits the three. That's who hits the three. You want to hit the three? Um, but yeah, look, the Suns played trash teams, but I think it's their losses that is more telling than their mm. wins. Well, they're, they're playing against teams that we expect to make the playoffs. The Nuggets and Jazz, and only losing by one both times. Exactly. Shows that this team Den- is going to be competitive. Denver's meant to be top of the regular season table. So the Jazz are meant to be third. 
if they're that close without Aiton, mm. who is defensively better, and their proper centre, mm. they're going to be very good. Yeah, they could be very good. I, look, I don't want to overreact. Again, it's six games in. They're four and two. That's great. The thing is, Rubio's made a difference. Rubio is the perfect point guard. I mean, except his lack of defense um, for Devin Booker. Because he passes Correct. in the ball. He's never had a traditional point guard like this before. Correct. So you got Rubio. Kelly Oubre Jr. has had, has had a good stepped start. up. He and really has. You know the one guy... Like, we talked about Baines there. Frank Kaminsky. Frank the Tank. What is going on? Okay, so I think because we're speaking... I've got to speak about one of my overreactions. The Suns are making the playoffs. The bright future Suns. That's Frank, an overreaction. No, I, I think it is 100% an overreaction because we're five games into the season... If they make it, I would be genuinely surprised. But look, they're 4-2, as you said. Frank the Tank, holy crap, he's double digits. His shooting is, is terrible. Mm. But Aaron Baines uh, is, is killing it. Double digits in scoring. Uh, Devin Booker's doing really well. Kelly Oubre, 18.6 points per game, 1.6 steals. Rubio's like leading the league in bloody assists. Well, LeBron James is leading yeah. the league, but whatever. Um, you know what their issue is? Their defense. Yeah. Their defense sucks. You put Aiden back in, that makes a difference. But like Devin Booker, Ricky Rubio, that's not a good front court. Yeah. Look. More backcourt. Backcourt. But yeah. yeah. But look, again, I think it's way too early to call, but I think thus far they've surprised a lot of teams. They're playing really hungry. Monty Williams' as new coach, I think, is doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. And the 76ers won by one. They did. Yeah, they won go. that game. They won Very that game. Sorry. There you go. Um, second team for me, mm-hmm. Miami Heat. As a team that surprised me. Really? They're 4-1 thus far. Jimmy with... Butler's only played one game. Yeah, it's true. Um, he had a good game, though, to start off with. Again, I want to be... I've got to be clear. The teams that they've beaten... The Bucks game without Jimmy Butler, where they won, in OT by five, was impressive. Was Giannis playing? Yes. Wow. And they still won. Yep. Okay. They beat the Grizzlies by 19. They've beaten the Hawks twice. And they've only lost to the Timberwolves, who... Yeah, but Hawks without... Trey Young. Yeah. So like they're not a game team. and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. But again, have you seen the Heat starting lineup? If go and look at the Miami Heat, who on earth is Kendrick Nunn? He's an undrafted rookie who is currently the he has the highest amount of points over five games for an undrafted rookie. Has pretty much as many points as Kevin Durant did in Most his first rookie. Yep. First five games. Correct. He he. I, I don't know who he is. He's fantastic. Pat Riley's done it again. Him and Spolstra have well, the, done it again. They're two. Hero as well. Yep. Hero, I mean, as a rookie, he was making noise in preseason. I expected something. Yeah, but wasn't he like pick 14 or something? Pick 13? Yeah. Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. Myers Leonard is starting and playing 30 minutes, and they're still 4-1. and one. I've been very impressed with the Miami Heat. Yeah. This is a team that I think, and not to overreact, I think they'll make the playoffs in the East. But they're meant to make the playoffs, and with Jimmy Butler back as well. But this is a team that you looked on. Pa- you look on paper... It's pretty trash. It's trash, but they're doing well. Um, Dion Waiters, does he get any minutes? No, he's yeah, gone. That's fair, because he sucks. Yeah, that's true. Uh, just, I, yeah, sorry, I was just going to say, with Miami them? as well, Pat Riley made a team which is a grit and grind team. And you don't need superstars. Jimmy Butler fits into it because he's a grit and grind type of player. The fact that none of these people are big names is perfect for that system. And Eric Spolster is Eric Spolster. So, like, he's always going to play a good good game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, who are your disappointments? Okay. This team has upset me quite a bit. Sacramento Kings. I'm genuinely devastated Mm. for them. They did win one game. They beat the Jazz by one. Which is crazy because the Jazz are fluctuating a lot yes very confusing um, 
especially because then they lost that same Jazz team by 32 the first time they played them. So um, good turnaround for the Kings. But being one and five, what has happened to them? Like for me, they've gone from, I mean, changing coach. There's, if, if you read any of the Sacramento Kings fans' forums, mm. they're already calling for Luke Walton's head. Look, I'm not going to say it was definitely an overreaction that I considered, which is Luke Walton gets fired before December. It's possible. Man, I don't know what's going on. They used to, like last year, that was a speedy young team, highest pace, like you knew what you're getting. What are they now? Second lowest field goal percentage, third most opponent, opponent's points per game, barely out of the bottom 10 in pace. Like, what's their identity? Which is ironic because Luke Walton plays a fast game and he jacks up threes. Buddy Hield is a three-point shooter. Bob um, Bogdanovich, also a three-point shooter. Yep. Uh, Mum Bagley obviously is injured. De'Aaron Fox can, is a pacemaker. The problem as well, I think new coach, I think there's some, obviously there's some teething yeah, problems, but yeah. the new recruits have underperformed. Dwayne Dedman, four points. Oh, he sucked. Five rebounds. Trevor Ariza, four points, four rebounds. I'm really upset about Dwayne Dedman because I put him as one of my role players in a Calling Bank article that I wrote on callingbank.com um, and he's just been absolute trash. He should be a, he should be a, at least a 10 and 10 player. And he's not, he's now, he's now out of the, well, he's in the rotation, but he's now coming off the bench. Yeah. Rashawn I think Holmes their, their worst loss was against Charlotte. Charlotte had two wins. Well, three after Golden State today, but my God. I mean, some of those notable results, they lost to the Suns by 29, Jazz by 32, and then Charlotte by seven. Yeah. These aren't good wins. It's not look, good at all. This doesn't look like a playoff team at this stage. It doesn't at all, but it's also a weekend. I would say it's an overreaction to say they're done for the season, but I think because of this start, I mean, Houston had a, a start as bad as this, but it's a very different team. This is a young team. Most of them have not been to the playoffs except Corey Joseph and Trevor Ariza, really, and obviously Harrison Barnes. But I think, I just, I just don't say it. I really hope that it changes. I think if they pick up the pace and start playing the game they played last year, yep. they'll be fine. Hilden and Bogdanovich need to shoot better. Yep. So Hilden and Bogdanovich are combined 33% from the field. But the also other thing for me is literally Bagley's got to come back. I mean, mm-hmm. he's four to six weeks out with the thumb injury. They need Bagley back. That's them. Really bad. But yeah, they're done. They've definitely been the most disappointing team most for me. Most disappointing. Yeah. Um, Chicago Bulls is yeah, my okay. disappointing team. How? Um, look at their team. Yeah. Their starting team, Sadoransky. Zach Levine, Otto Porter Jr. I really like Sadoransky as well. Markinen mm. and Carter Jr. Plus, you've got first-round pick Kobe White. You've got Thad Young on the bench. They're, they're, decent they're a deep, squad. good team. Don't forget Chris Dunn. He Chris still Dunn. gets minutes. Think, look at the teams they lost to. They lost to Charlotte by one. They lost to New York by seven. They lost to Cleveland by seven. Yeah. And Charlotte, they, New York, Cleveland are the three. They were meant to be the three-button teams. In the exactly. They need to be being this team. They lost to Toronto by 24. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've been the Grizzlies and Pistons, and that's good. But the thing is, so far, they've had a very weak schedule. The problem for them is literally just been slow starts, and offensively, they just sometimes just look so lost. Um, Markin and Porter as well have been a bit... A bit average. average. Zach Levine's been great. He's going to be an all-star this year. With him He's is. like 25 points per game. Mm. But again, like if I talk about Markin and Porter, Markin had a great first game against Charlotte, even though they lost. Mark and Porter together are shooting 22% from three. You're not yeah. going to win games no, that way. No way. And Porter Jr., is, you literally brought him in for three and D. That's and D. all he's doing. So he's doing the potentially half the time doing the D part, but not yeah. really the three part. But the other part for them, they are currently last in the league in defensive rebounding percentage. 
How? Like, who's who's meant to be getting their rebounds? Well, you got. I mean, look at that front, that back, that front court. Sorry, of Markin and Carter Jr. Mm. Maybe that's where their weakness lies. But even well, then, like, Carter even a center? Yeah, he's a center. Really, not a power forward. No, he's a center. He's played center in college. Yeah. I mean, this is the second year. Markin's in his second year. Carter yeah. Jr.'s in his second year. Markin and I expected to be really good after last seeing spurts of it last season. I thought he'd really step up, and he's just been disappointing. Mm. Look. I mean, again, their last game, they did beat the Pistons by six, a Pistons team that's been up and down thus far. Mm. But for me, the Bulls were meant to be pushing for a playoff spot. I know, again, it's early, yeah. but they need to show more and they can't afford to slip up against, again, those couple of teams that I've mentioned. Yeah, they've got to be beating shit teams. Yes, it's as simple as that. Correct. And they're just not. Correct. Um, look, let's do some overreactions. Um, I'll start. I think what we'll do is we'll say one, see, I'll do my list and then we'll do one for do one, one. Do one for one. One for one, see how we go, have a bit of discussion. Trey Young is going to be a generational talent and will be the scoring champion within the next two years. Um, I'm calling that an overreaction. I think it's perfectly correct. Before he got hurt, the Hawks were two and one. They nearly beat Philly, the only game they lost. They should have won that game. Excluding his injury game, he was averaging 34 points per game which will put him second in the league behind James Harden points. Nine assists, six rebounds with one steal, shooting 50% from three. He can't defend. I appreciate that. So he'll never win MVP. Fine. I mean... Steph um, Curry. Steph Curry I'm did. very aware. And Harden but did. his ability to lead the offense, his ability to feed his team, he is phenomenal. He has looked so good. I think he could be, one of, he could be a big name for the next five years. Sure. I don't know about scoring champion. Why? Who else on his team's going to score? Well, I feel that the Hawks will continue build up through the draft. Yeah. They'll have someone else there that they'll start feeding. And well, it's, unless it's they like, make playoffs. It's like Curry. It's like saying, why is Curry not scoring champion every year? Yeah, but I think it's very different looking at, at this team. Curry also had Clay Thompson. And he yeah. had Kevin Durant. Well, I mean, the draft, they'll build up through the draft. You don't know yeah. if Cam, Cam Reddish could go well, DeAndre Hunter. Yeah, Cam Reddish has been going really well so it's the, far. It's a rookie year. Yeah, I know. I mean, what was Duke then? Yeah, well, he doesn't work well in that big three. The point is, I think it's too early to call right now, but have I been impressed with Trey Young? Absolutely. That's why I got him in my fantasy team. He was Eastern Player of the Week as well. Uh, before his injury, of course. Yes. I think he's fantastic. I really think he could be a great player. I think he'll be an all-star this year. He f- hopefully comes back for injury and continues in that vein. Well, he should only be out for a couple of weeks. So I think he will come back pretty soon and be pretty good. Mm. Um, I also think RJ Barrett's been playing really well. He has been. Like, low-key, been playing well. People don't care about him because at New York. But, like... He's been starting. and He's, he's been I starting. Mean, he's been a bit of a chucker. I feel like he's, he's not great efficiency-wise. No, but, his efficiency's not great. But he's been getting points and rebounds and a few assists. So, like, yeah. good early start for him. Just probably needs to improve the efficiency. I agree. So, we're saying overreaction about Trey Young. But maybe accurate reaction that RJ Barrett, not that bad. Yeah, I think that's right. He could be the franchise player for the Knicks for a while. They need someone. Anyone. Bobby Portis. Oh, my God. The Bobby Portis bandwagon. That should be my overreaction. Bobby Portis will be a starter for an NBA team. Absolutely not. God damn. He's been playing very well, killing me on fantasy. Um, But honestly... Killing the Bulls as well. Go back back to fighting with Bulls staff, people. That's what I want. Um, What's one of your overreactions? Suns to make the playoffs. I also had that one. Um, I just think... You actually look at their schedule, and these are all teams they should have beaten anyway. I mean, they're going to do better than 19 and 63, which was oh, their record 100%. last year. But this is a team that probably still caps out at about 35 wins. If that. I think probably 30 is 
still good for them. Yeah, I, I just I can't see it. Even if Aiden comes back. Yeah, I think also like we've spoken about this a lot for, about the Suns, so I don't want to go too much in depth with it. But I think like at the end of the day, Devin Booker is not a player that will lead the team to playoffs. He's not that. I'd be he's surprised. not that guy. Same way Kyrie is not the guy. It's in the same Brooklyn. as Rubio. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're going to speak about... Are you speaking about Kyrie at all? No. Can we speak about him? Besides that 50-point game, um, he's been fantastic individually. Mm. His team's been losing. They're like two and four. Yep, that's correct. Um, I been, expected growing pains with Brooklyn. Yeah, but... Early on especially, I think there's a lot of figuring out they still need to do. Yeah. So I mean, you're going to have a different view on this. You, you think it's time to start... So my other... My next overreaction, I'll, I'll just go for it. Yep. Kyrie will blow up the Nets before Kevin Durant comes back. He will not be on that team by the end of the year. That's definitely an overreaction for my mind. It's okay. Kyrie recruited Durant to come to the Nets. Cool. Brooklyn is his hometown team. I agree with that. But if they are trash this year and it's not working and they could get, I don't know, a Bradley Beal instead, I'd take Bradley Beal over Kyrie. That's big. That's a big call. That's a big call. Kyrie, I mean, again, yeah. they're figuring it out. They Last are. year's team was very different to this year's team because, obviously, the mm-hmm. roster changes you've gone through. Kenny Atkinson is still working it all out. It's still early. And they lost some key pieces, but I think Karis LeVert's back. He's good. Uh, Torian Prince, I think, is quite good. Spencer Dinwiddie is good. Joe Harris is They've got the pieces. Fine. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay, so Kyrie's also been 32 points per game. He had a 50... 50- a point debut against the Wolves in a losing effort, which is quite funny. Boston mm. fans were obviously pissed off, as they should be. Yeah. Um, but there are already rumours of his mood swings and issues in the locker room. Already. It's five games in. Yeah, but I think... Already. He's got a four-year deal there. It's not like the Celtics. Look, I know... I, I and when Durant I have, comes back, it's yeah. Durant's team. I've caveated this with, it is an overreaction. I'm not denying that. Yeah. I don't think they will trade him at the end of the day. I think they will keep him, yep. obviously. They have to get They will try him. at least one to two years with Kevin Durant. And they will be a very good team because when Kyrie is the second fiddle, they are a better team. It's just when he's number one option. He's just not good as a number one. It's why it didn't work in Boston. It's why it's not working here. Mm. So even when they figure it out and they have the, oh, we love each other, when Durant comes back, it'll be better because Durant will lead the team. They'll still make the playoffs. I don't care if they well, get out in they the should, first they round. Should. I don't care if they get out in the first round. They will make the playoffs. If they get out in the first round, And also, fine. this year means nothing to them, realistically. It means absolutely They're nothing. They're all waiting for Durant It's anyway. just chip on, a Ky- on Kyrie's shoulder. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And if he's not going to be happy in Brooklyn, I don't know where he's going to be happy. Honestly. Yeah, especially with Kevin Durant and DeAndre Jordan. Brooklyn is... He's got mates there, and also it's his hometown team. Yeah. Look. My second see. one. Yeah. My overreaction. Warriors to trade D'Lo this year. That's not an overreaction. That's just accurate. This team... So You think wait, they're going to trade wait. him? You think they're going to trade him? Let's just do something fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name you all these people and you tell me... If how you many you knew? How many you knew. Yeah, okay. We have looked this up. So I'm saying pre you looking up. Yep. Eric Pascal. Nope. Uh, he's 10 of 18. He actually played quite a good game. 25 points. Yep. Uh, Glenn Robinson the third. Didn't know him really. I, I did know him. He played for Detroit. Previously. And also um, Indiana. But yeah, I didn't uh, really know Willie him. Willie Stein. That's, you know, yep. of course. Starting for the uh, Kings last year. Kai Bowman. Absolutely not. Never heard of him. 
and Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole I knew as a rookie, but... But still, not really. And then Amari Spellman, who started off... He was off the bench with 19 minutes. He played for the Hawks, got traded to the Warriors. I know him, but normally... Damian Lee? Know. No, no I idea. think this is his second year with the Warriors, 5 of 11. There was a point where he was in for 10 minutes and he'd already taken like seven shots. Um, this is the Warriors starting lineup. I mean, you've got Burks and Chris as well, who we Fine. know... Fine, but I'm but saying they're like journeymen. They they're journeymen who scored Alec, zero uh, points today. Yeah, zero of five between Marquis Chris and Alec Burke for combining for zero points, four turnovers, and minus thirteen uh, plus yeah, minus. minus. Yeah. So Draymond Green's out for a couple of games. He's injured. Yep. He's injured his finger. DeAndre Russell has a right ankle sprain. He's out for a couple of games. Clay's not coming back this season. Steps, Steps out, out for three, three months. Four, three four months. If you don't have your four starters and that's your team, why would you not trade DeAndre Russell when he comes back? Because think about think about how good exactly he why. think about how good he will look when it's just him on that team. He's the only person on offense who cares about his mm-hmm. defense. He'll be putting up thirty and ten. Sure, this is part of it. Okay, yeah. Let, no, tell let, me. Let no, me give me give me the you case. You want to trade him when he's yeah. absolute max peak value. Yes. Now, will it be when it's a team like this in this circumstance? Maybe. But I feel as though they want to trade him in a year that they think they can win. And this is not this year. I have a feeling this will be something they'll be looking to do end of this season. I think they have to give themselves at least one year. Get Clay, if Clay comes back. Just no, see how... Clay shouldn't come back this season. No, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. I shouldn't. Steph I should also not come back. He comes back in, in four months, let's say. That's, that's March. Yeah. He should just sit out another month. Out. Yeah. I, look, I think the point is here, I wouldn't trade D'Angelo mm. this year. I would wait till at least the off-season, then think about it next year. Because next year is the year you want to win. See what you can do in free agency. See if you can improve your small forward position. I think it's way too early. It depends who they can get. And also with this team, like, unless they're really going for the tank, which they probably should already. They should 100% go for the tank. Holy crap, they lost to Charles today. They scored 87 points. It'd be scary if this team had a first-round pick, the number one pick, plus Curry, Thompson. Imagine if LaMelo Ball... Plays there. Well, from what from what I've seen from the Illawarra Hawks, there's not that much to be fearful of. No, but I'm saying if they get a, a good like, what's he a small forward? Uh, he's a point guard. They need a small forward. They need a small forward. Yeah. They don't have one. Yep. At all. Yeah. They also don't have a center. But center they don't have most. Sp- they've got two shooting guards, a point guard, and a power forward. They will trade D'Lo, just not this season. I don't know. I think that's. I think it's an overreaction because I think he'll, they'll trade him this season. Okay. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how we go. So the I, next one, I yeah. I was going to finish on that point. I just yeah. don't know who they're going to be able to get this year with D-Lo. Like I don't know because who essentially they have to like they could get Andrew Wiggins, but why? Why, why would you want him? Why? why? He did look good in the game without Carl Anthony Towns, but still he's he's trash. Yeah, I wouldn't. Do I it. like him in fantasy though. He helps. Yeah. Um. So my next one because I've already done the Sun one, so you might have a couple of extra. Um. Dwight Howard is back, baby. What a do, baby. What a do. Hey, if, he's if back. this is what you're saying is back, tell me the stats. Because I'm, I'm curious to hear why you think he's back. Let me finish my sentence yeah, yeah. before you overreact so much, sir. Yeah, okay? yeah go, go. He's back in the sense that he can actually play and help a basketball team. If that is the bar and the for standard we're saying stand, yes. for Dwight Howard, then I could be back. Nah, no, okay, look. He's not back. He's not averaging 20 and 10 and five blocks, but this new version of Howard is playable. He has not been playable the last two years. In well, Charlotte, maybe. Yeah, but that's even then, even then, he's looking so, for So, I trash. mean, Charlotte, he was decent. 
was starting and was playing and got put good statistics up. Yeah. It was then he got traded to the Wizards. Yeah, he played nine games. He played nine games. Shit. So like he just was injured. Is he really back? He's yes. going to be a backup center. Yeah, so he's back. He's I, back, baby. Would you play him in the playoffs? He closed the game against the Mavs. His illegal screen that was actually called a foul against Seth Curry won us the game. No. The answer is no. He wouldn't, make, he wouldn't play in the playoffs. He's not back. So, 7.2 rebounds per game, 1.2 assists, 2.4 blocks. He's the second... Do you know who? I, I really love this stat. Yeah. The two leading shot blockers in the league. Dwight Howard and... and who's the other one? Is my boy. LeBron? Anthony Davis. Oh. With LeBron leading assists. Yeah. Lakers, three-peat. Ladies and gentlemen, it's happening. A three-peat with the Lakers. You heard it here first. But can no. I just say, um, Dwight Howard's a steal a game, 5.4 points per game. Not great. What's his minutes? It's about 20. It's about 20. Yeah, which is about what he needs to play. Look, he, he doesn't, he's not going to start. He, he finished in like, regulation sometimes. He still can't hit free throws. He's 42% from the season. He has not made a jump shot. He's only made dunks. But it's, it's a different Dwight. He's lighter. He doesn't look like Dwight at all. He mm. looks like a timid version. I mean, he's also shorter now. He's like 6'9", yeah. opposed to 7', whatever he was. Yeah. Or maybe even less. I don't even know. But on defense, he's helpful because he's got someone in the paint that stops someone like... Well, doesn't stop, but at least causes people to think. Yeah. Like maybe Giannis doesn't want to go up against someone that's between Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard. JaVale McGee's not going to do that, but he's better offensively. He's better offensively. Um... Again, his free throw percentage hasn't improved. He still can't hit a jump shot. His offensive contributions are limited. He's not really back. Defensively, yeah, you just, he's a big body. You put him in there. You'd hope he can make a few blocks. He's long, lengthy enough. Is it an overreaction? Yes, undeniably. But is he back? You better believe it. Well, he's Some form of Dwight Howard is back. And he, look, he looks better now with the Lakers than he did last time. Because the expectations, there are none. Yes. He's on like, like what, a 1.3 million... Contract, yes, non-guaranteed. 2.5, something like that. Yeah, so I think it's very different. I think Lakers fans are appreciating him because he's doing the role that he came in to do. He's a backup centre. He's doing what he needs to do. I will say I'll be impressed if there's no locker room complaints against him this year. So far, like, so good. So it's five games. Yeah. That's him doing his job. He we'll keeps his it. mouth shut and does his job. But also LeBron James and Anthony Davis, their mates, Carl Kuzma had his first game back and we won against the Mavs. Pretty happy with that one. Danny Green's a good locker room guy. He needs to th- if he again the issue with Dwight has also been the locker room presence. I want to yeah. make sure that that doesn't. Blow There's up. no other fiery personalities on the Lakers, so it should be fine. You know, it's perfectly. Well, you got rid of um, Lance Stevenson, so that <laughs> kind of helped. What about Rajon Rondo? Lance Ever seen poke Chris Paul in the eye before? It happened. It happened. <laughs> happened last year against the Rockets. Can I just say that Houston did play against OKC already this season? Yep. Surprisingly, OKC nearly won it. It's yeah, not a great game from Harden. No. Uh, but whatever, it is what it is. Do you have any other overreactions? 76ers are the best in the East. Yes. They're a fuller team, but they can't guard smaller teams. But luckily, the teams that they're going against, if they make it to the playoffs, you've got Milwaukee. Have you, have you seen who they've played? Who have they played? Well, thus far. Like I'm saying, thus far, 76 has been the best. The only quality win, I mean, I'm good, I can add the Blazers to this, but Blazers are missing... They don't have any forwards or centres no. in Collins, Whiteside, and Nurkic, and Gasol being all mm-hmm. out. Um, I mean, Embiid was out, but and still. And Whiteside. Yeah, and Whiteside. So I'm saying they literally were missing four players to yeah. injury. Um, the only quality win, I would say, was against the Celtics. 
And even then, that was first game of the, 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 the season. Celtics were trash. Kemba played terribly that game. I think it was like 2 of 11. Struggled to beat the Pistons. Yeah. Struggled to beat the Hawks. Like, I think thus far, I think it, maybe they might end up being the best. They should be the best. I actually think they're a better made team. I mean, their bench... I, I really like Thibel. I think he's fantastic mm. off the bench for them. Um, I think Mike Scott's not... Completely terrible. Their starting five is really, really good. Defensively. Defensively. But also, yeah. I guess they have no three-point shooters. The you look at the Bucks. You look at the Bucks. You got Middleton. You got Ilyasova. You've Matthews. got Bledslow, Matthews. Even Giannis can jack up a three or two. Um, you got Splash Mountain. They got Carl Corver as well. You know, like... Bucks are... In terms of build teams, these yeah. are going to be like honestly. I would love to see it in the finals, Bucks v Seventy Sixers, because for me, I think it should be. If it's not, I'll be disappointed from one of those. Teams. It is Giannis and three point shooters yeah. versus collective team defense. And we're going to see what the games because I feel as though Seventy Sixers are going to a grid and grind style. Yeah, and Bucks is all about pace. How is their perimeter de- defense though? The Seventy Sixers it's been good so far. Yeah, it's been okay. I mean, you've got pretty mobile players like Richardson's a good defender. Yeah, Richardson's Simmons good. can defend point cuts pretty well. Then you've got um, with Embiid's quite mobile, Horford. Mm. From the first five games, who do you think is that third seed? I don't think it's disputed at all that coming out of the coming out of the East will be the 76ers and Milwaukee. Celtics. Celtics, you reckon the third? I think no one's talking about them. No, they've really got under the radar. Under Gordon the radar. Hayward is quietly working his way back. Jalen Brown had a game winner the other day. They beat the Bucks by 10. They did. That was nuts. Kemba's actually, besides the first game, been playing decently. Kemba's been really good. And watch out for um, Tatum. He's been really good this But year. I think they still need to trade for a center. That's fine. Because I think if you look at where, who they have to play, who's going to guard Giannis? No. That's the problem. Who's going to guard Embiid? They can't make the finals no. unless they get a good center. But yeah. they'll be the third seed. Do you reckon they tra- trade for Whiteside? Maybe. I think that'd be a great trade for Portland. I mean, who are they going to give up? Hayward. Could give up Hayward? Would you take Hayward? Probably. He replaces Anthony Tolliver. Well, then he's small forward or power forward and he'd replace him. Yeah, he could play. They need a centre. Yeah, they do. If it's wide side or not, they'll need a centre eventually. They really... Because Cantor... I mean, Cantor's been a bit injury prone as well, but yeah. Cantor, I don't think, was and ever going to be Theus as well, Daniel Theus, he's not can't even a centre. Can't defend. He's not even a centre. I think losing Aaron Baines was low-key a really big loss for them. Yeah, I agree. A real, I mean, obviously Al Holford was, everyone knows that, but I think losing Aaron Baines, yeah. I think he's been great for the Suns. Yeah, he has been. That's oh, jeez. It's a very exciting time. We will be back in two weeks with even more. Make sure to like, subscribe, do all the things to support us. We really appreciate it. And we'll be back in two weeks with more. Calling back. Let's do it again. Did you call a bank?